Amen. Grab a seat. Merry Christmas. And I just have a feeling that some of us in the room, including yours truly, didn't take a Christmas picture this year. And so we're just going to make a church community-wide Christmas card. Can we do that? I'll take the picture. If you need consent, uh, sorry, you're on our property. Boom, right here. Boom. Not, not to miss over here on the side. All right. Just want you to have something to go on this year. Brad and Mary and Matt and Gabe and Ryan. Did I get everybody? Thank you for serving tonight. Um, it's, it's amazing. Brad's still dealing with this cold, and so I didn't even know Matt was a singer. Matt stepped up, said he would take the ball and run with it tonight with Mary. So thank you guys for leading as well as the rest of you. Um, Merry Christmas. It's so fun. This is cool to see so many of you in this space tonight. And some of you are like, Ben, I really wish I was somewhere else. But nonetheless, we're here, right? And I've got this terrible story. I tried to fly out or I didn't get to go home this year. Or some of you have to work and others of you are visiting here from, from outside of San Francisco. And whatever the story is, we're delighted that you're here. For those of you that were just looking for a Christmas service, but the church thing isn't your normal thing, I just want to let you know that we're here every Sunday, 9.30 and 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings right now. Just a little bit, uh, well, actually a lot similar to what we're doing tonight is what our Sundays look like. Usually four songs, the band, fairly casual dress. Uh, Brad leads our team uh, worship. We've got full kids programming on Sunday mornings, five different age group rooms, as well as a middle school room now. And so uh, if you don't have a church home and you're from San Francisco, you live here in the Bay Area somewhere, we would be delighted for you to, to join us. And I promise to keep it short this, this evening. So I'm, I'm going to turn to Luke chapter 2, so a, a familiar a familiar story. You can see it on the screen. You can just listen to it. Um, this is the night that Jesus was born, and it's not a story that's going to be foreign to most of us, but I want you just to imagine that you are the shepherds that are going to receive this news this evening, and you, you came to your job to do what you always do night after night after night at your job, which is pretty mundane. It's super ordinary. You, you, you're coming to tend to these sheep. Maybe you'll tell a few jokes or stories with the other shepherds, but this is kind of your life. This is what you do day after day after day. If anyone in this room's ever had a, a job that was steeped in monotony, you know that they're not going into this particular night with much expectation, right? They just want to do their work and get on out of there because this is just what they do. It's their ordinary thing. But I want to show you what happens in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And the, the verses will be on the, on the screen this evening. Here's what it says on this night that Jesus was born. Some of you may remember Linus quoting this verbatim, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll give it. I don't have a good Linus voice, so I'll just read it through my own voice. The same night, it says, in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. 
And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Again, we're familiar with the story, so it's hard to walk into this scene expecting uh, not to know how it's going to end. But imagine how the shepherds began that night. They're just going to work. They're just doing the thing that they do. And the shepherds, part of what we know about these guys is that they were unnoticed. They were unnoticed. They were seen as the common person or even lower than that. They, as I said a moment ago, they weren't allowed in the temple to worship. And, but, but they're not completely unnoticed, are they? The, the God who sees us when no one else sees us. The God who shows himself to us when no one else cares about our existence is the God that shows up to the shepherds. And it's pretty incredible. And what I love about this crowd tonight is that we're all over the place. Some of us are highly expectant of what God's going to do in our lives and our faith has never been stronger. And uh, others of us in this room, you're just here because your mom and dad are in town and they wanted you to come uh, to some, some kind of church service. And, and regardless, I'm so glad that you're, you're here. Because I can imagine the shepherds, just like the crowd in here tonight, there were all kinds of mixed things being said amongst them, right? You can imagine some of them were excited, like the one that's really gullible and believes anything. And he's like, let's get there. Let's hurry and go, which it says they went there with haste. But you can imagine, like some of us in the room, there were some skeptics among, among the group of shepherds, right? There had to be some skeptics. There had to be some voice of reason. That's what you pessimistic people call it, right? Voice of reason, right? Uh... Uh, what is it? I'm thinking of, of, my, of my favorite Christmas movie, which is Home Alone. But I, I had a vote for Jingle All the Way. On three, just tell me your favorite Christmas movie. We did this Sunday, but we got a new crowd. On three, best Christmas movie ever. The one that you will watch between now and midnight. One, two, three. Home Alone, one and two. That's great. Just don't vote for three, all right? Three is a knockoff. It doesn't exist. It's like going to other countries and buying a Nike jacket that's not really a Nike jacket. Home Alone 3. It doesn't count. Don't, get your, don't raise your kids on that. It's blasphemy. But we, but we know for sure that, that there had to be some voice going like, guys, we're shepherds. We're shepherds. Listen, if there were to be a Messiah, and by the way, God hasn't spoken for about 400 years. The shepherds had to think if there is a Messiah, there's no way this is the place and we are the people that he's going to show up first to. But the Christmas story is full of these kind of unnoticed people. Think about Mary and Joseph. They're from Nazareth. We know that later on in John chapter 1, I think it's verse 46, when Jesus encounters this guy named Nathaniel. And Nathaniel about Jesus says this, can anything good come from Nazareth? Some of you are from those hometowns, aren't you? Anybody from those hometowns? And like the biggest news in your hometown in the last 10 years is that you made it to San Francisco, right? Like this is what everybody talks about. Like, can you believe? Of course, some people are happy and thrilled for you. Others of them, I can't believe he sold out our hometown, right? Or she sold out our hometown. They're going there. And one of the things that they get told right off the bat by the angels, the thing that angels are always saying, which is what? Do not, do not fear. 
Do not fear, because this is going to be good news. We looked at Mary's story recently, and the, and the angel shows up to Mary and says, Mary, you don't, need to, you don't need to fear. Shows up to Joseph, says, you don't need to fear. Shows up to the shepherds and says, you don't need to fear. This isn't bad news night. This is a good news night. And what's awesome is that no matter what the shepherds have been experiencing in their lives, no matter what you're sitting in, in the midst of your life right now, no matter how great it seems 2015 will be or won't be jesus is showing up in the mix tonight just like he did this night saying there's good news great joy for all the people for all the people now if the angels had appeared to some of the elite class in bethlehem and with the same message this is good news of great joy for all the people many of us might have thought well it's for people like them but by very by the very fact that the angel shows up to, to these shepherds. It, it, he's living out what he's showing them, what the message is. This will be for all the people. This will be for all the people. And there's, there's three things that these shepherds do that I want to encourage you to do before the night ends tonight, um, sometime during the day tomorrow, and then make these habits in, in your life. The, the first thing I want you to do is, 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 is to do more than just hear about or read about Jesus. I want you to do more than just hear about Jesus or read about Jesus. Look at what it says that they, that they did. And when, the, when the angels went away, verse 15, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. So many of us, I feel like we hear the same story. Some of us grew up in church. Others of us, it's not quite our thing. We hear these stories and, and, and we're like, okay, do I, what do I think about that? But what the shepherds did, they, they didn't stop at hearing the good news. What did they do? They, they said, we need to experience this. We need to ingest it ourselves. We need to be all up in this thing that we're hearing about. And what's happening in some of our lives in this room, we're hearing about things, we debate it in our minds, we think philosophical thoughts, all that is great and fine. But what many of us stop short of doing ever is experiencing this Christ, this newborn king who has come to save us from our sins. And I want to encourage you, listen, yes, read, debate in your minds, debate with other people. That's all good and fine. But maybe in this Christmas season, let's go a step further and actually experience this Christ child who's come for us to be our savior. The second thing that I see the angels doing and it's, or the shepherds doing, I think it's interesting. They're coming to tell Mary all about this king. They're coming. Can you imagine as moms and dads? I know a number of moms and dads in the room tonight. Don't you love it when other people tell you what your kids should do with their lives? Don't you just love it? Aren't you just like, oh, of course, I'm not going to get defensive at all at that. I'm not going to argue with you at all. Yeah, whatever you think. No, no, no way. But, but it says Mary, when she heard these things from the shepherds, look at what the, the shepherds say to her. They made known, verse 17, they made known to Mary and Joseph the saying that had been told them concerning this child. What was that saying? The saying was that he would be good news of great joy for all the people. Verse 11, for unto them and all of us is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So not only did they experience Jesus, but they shared Jesus with other people. It was such a rich experience for them. They weren't able to contain that. And some of us need to think like, man, if Jesus is doing this thing in our lives, what if 2015 becomes uh, the year that we let people know in the right kind of way? Uh, and remember, we don't advocate for megaphones on street corners here at Epic. All right. I tell our people all the time, if you're the megaphone guy or girl, let them know that you're from a different church than Epic. Okay. Like, that's fine. Do your thing if that's what God has for you. But just, you know, wear, wear some other church's T-shirt that, that day. Um, but but if, how, imagine this. How could the shepherds have kept what they had just heard, what they had just encountered and just experienced to themselves? 
And I know for me, there's people in my life that I love dearly. People, some of them even in the room this evening that I love deeply. And I need to let them know, right, in the gentle way, in, a, in, in a, the right kind of tone. But I need to let them know, like, listen, the Savior of the world has come. And, and, and I don't know that he's for all the people just because he's for people like shepherds and Mary and Joseph. I know because this Savior of the world is for people like me. Many of you know some of my story. And, and uh, man, in high school, I had the, probably the most rebellious heart there's ever been in history. Just did. And I can remember my mom, we get together at a much smaller church than even this room. And she would pray with three or four ladies. And, 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 and they would do that religiously. And they were super committed to it. And I remember my mom just telling me um, I was headed out for the weekend and didn't plan on coming back till Sunday. And she, and she said, I just want you to know that we're praying for you. And, and I said this to my mom. I said, you can pray all you want to. I'm not going to change. Now, if I was my mom, I probably would have quit praying, right? Or maybe instead of praying blessing, I would have prayed curses. Anybody else? Like, listen, kid. But she didn't stop praying. And as I was taking my walk this afternoon around the neighborhood that I kind of do my sermon memorization through, it just, it just hit me that, man, I don't know that he's for all of us just because he's for the shepherds or because he includes Mary and Joseph. I know it because he includes me. I know it because this rebellious heart who had no purpose other than to live for self, God has not perfected it yet in me, but he's changed it dramatically. He's transformed me. I know that he, he, he has come near to me in the person of Jesus, and he wants to come near to you in the person of Jesus as well. And the last thing that I want to make sure we don't miss, and then I'll invite our band back up, is the very, the very last verse in this text, verse 20. It says, And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. They worshiped. They worshiped. Can you imagine what that trip home would be like? The experience. They, they start the night doing what they do every single night, and they, they end their trip. They're headed back to, to, to their responsibilities. We don't know that they probably didn't get any different job when they got back, but their perspective had changed completely. Most of us are going to have the same jobs to, when the year starts that we have today, I hope and pray. And I don't know if when you get to see your family, if you're going to do that tomorrow or later on in the week. I don't know that the issues that you want to see resolved in your family, I don't know if they're going to be resolved or not. But the thing that can shift, the thing that can change is your perspective. Understanding that this is good news of great joy for all the people, all the people who feel like they don't matter, all the people who don't have what it takes, all the people that wish they weren't addicted to the things they're addicted to, all the people who thought the year was going to end and be very different than it actually turned out, all the people who are waiting for things that seem like they're never going to come. This will be good news of great joy for all the people. And the shepherds internalized that, and when they internalized that for them and they thought about the rest of the world, the only response they could do was worship. And so I want to pray and then let us lead, uh, finish off this service with, with, oh, come all you faithful. So would you stand with me as our band comes and, and, and we think about what does it mean for you? What does it mean for you that he would be a savior for all the people? Every one of us in this room know why we shouldn't get in on this. But the message of Christmas, the message of Jesus, the message of our entire faith, Christianity itself, is that all are welcome. Good news, great joy, all the people. Would you pray with me?
if you're in the room tonight and you, it's just hitting you in this moment that while all the people actually includes me, it includes you. I want to lead you in a prayer before we sing this last song. Nothing magical about this prayer, but just a prayer expressing to God that you want to receive this good news that brings great joy. That now you realize it's for all the people, which means you. Something like this. God, I see now that you sent Jesus for me. Me, God, with all of the things that I don't do right. God, with all of the things that I'm not sufficient in. God, with all of the ways that I've lived for myself. You still sent Jesus to be my Savior. I'm one of the all the people. And tonight, on Christmas Eve, Jesus, I want to ask you to come in and take over my life. I see that a Savior has been born, not just in history, but can be born, born and birthed in my own heart. And I receive that tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. They're going to sing in just a moment, but I want to just say again, Merry Christmas. We're delighted that you're here. We're looking forward to what God has in store for 2015. Enjoy your friends and your family that you'll be with over the next uh, several hours and days. And, uh, but don't, don't miss. Don't miss this. They, they experienced Jesus themselves. They shared that with other people. And they went home worshiping and glorifying God.